Welcome to the second season of A New Voice of Freedom. The podcasts are taken from the four volumes In Defense of Christianity, written by Ronald Keith Messer. Podcast 27 of Season 2 is entitled, Some Thoughts on Liberty. Liberty in America is founded upon the following principles as stated in our Declaration of Independence. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. First, define what self-evident truth means. Self-evident means that it is inherently true. It suggests that a body of evidence exists, common to everyone, that proves that something is true beyond reasonable doubt. It is a shared truth. Everybody believes it. In other words, everyone believes that God is our Creator. Also inherent in the statement, we hold these truths to be self-evident, is the idea that absolute truth exists, that at the time the Declaration of Independence was written, all Americans shared the same point of view. That means that when our forefathers began this nation, the following ideals were shared by everyone. 1. All men and women are created equal by God. 2. All men and women are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights. 3. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness are unalienable rights. 4. The government of the United States was instituted to secure those rights. 5. The government of the United States derived their just powers from the consent of the governed. With those principles in mind, let's step back and discuss liberty from two complementary perspectives. The one you have just defined is the perspective of our forefathers establishing a new government on a new continent under the direction of God. The other is the Christian perspective of why the earth was created for man. Most Americans still share the view of our forefathers. We can begin with our Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Today, of course, the atheists are trying to remove God from our Pledge of Allegiance, as they are trying to remove God from every facet of government. That directly goes against the intent of our forefathers in founding this government. Today, factions are trying to remove the self-evident truths from our government, the very truths upon which our nation was founded, which also contradicts the self-evident truths affirmed to by our forefathers. That is correct. Our forefathers affirmed the existence of God, that He is our Creator, that He is the author of our liberty. Today our government is denying the very existence of God and asserting a new standard of freedom. The fundamental principles established by our forefathers is that liberty is an act of God. That is what our forefathers meant when they said, we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. The purpose of every law established by God is to protect and increase our agency. Agency is inherent in everything that God does. In establishing our Constitution and Bill of Rights, our forefathers attempted to carry out the will of God by protecting our unalienable rights established by our Creator. That is why they said, 
that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men. The rights refer directly to the self-evident truths that God created us equal, that God endowed us with the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. In other words, the purpose of government is to protect the unalienable rights given to us by God. They can only secure those rights if they derive their just powers from the consent of the governed. What did you mean when you said that you wanted to discuss liberty from the perspective of why the earth was created for man? I want to look at the entire picture from a Christian perspective. To do that, we must go back to the story of creation and the purpose of the earth. That is a little broad. Our forefathers had the broader perspective. The Holy Bible is in nearly every home. They understood that mortality is not everything, that there is a purpose to life beyond temporal things, and that the institution of man-made government was supposed to fit in the eternal scheme of God. Make your case. From the Christian perspective, death is by design. Death is as much a part of the intelligent design of God as birth. We were not meant to have mortal bodies forever. Mortality is a probationary state and not the final destination. Death is one of the greatest blessings of life. It is the only portal to escape mortality. We are born on this earth to gain a mortal body. We must die on this earth to gain an immortal body through the resurrection brought about by the atonement of Christ. Is this going somewhere? Oh, you are impatient. I know my husband. He tends to wander. All temporal laws are for our mortal state only. That includes laws of nature and laws of man. The United States is the first government established to incorporate the laws of God with the government of man where multiple religions or faiths are involved. There are no temporal laws in the immortal state. We came from immortality. We are moving through the mortal state at a rather rapid pace. When we leave this mortal state, we go back to immortality, first as a disembodied spirit because the mortal body cannot go with us, and then as a resurrected being. A resurrected being is not subject to mortal laws. But we are not yet in that immortal state. We are subject to mortal laws. I see where you're going. The physical body is designed by God to give us maximum freedom. We have hands and feet, arms and legs, fingers and toes that give us remarkable dexterity. We have the senses, which allow constant communication with our world. We have the most remarkable brain of all other living creatures. We have language. We have the powers of speech. We see color, dimensions, movement. We hear beautiful music. We have touch and taste and smell. We have genes that are perfectly attuned to this world. The physical body is perfectly designed to match our immortal spirit, which is in the same shape and form as the physical body. And the mortal world is designed to liberate our soul, which is the body and spirit combined. That is the creation of God to maximize our temporal freedom. But freedom is greater than the body. We must also live together in communities, therefore we must establish laws. Our forefathers understood that and therefore established laws in harmony with God to give us maximum freedom. In other words, the purpose of government is to advance the liberty of man as established by God. It was an unprecedented thing to do. The government of the United States of America is the greatest experiment of its kind in liberty in the history of the world. 
Other states in world history experimented with democracy. Perhaps the best example was the early history of the House of Israel. When they left Egypt, they established judges, and their laws were based on the Ten Commandments. Their downfall came when they insisted upon kings against the will of God. I am with you, but they were a theocracy, under one religion and one law, the law of Moses. We must accommodate many religions, faiths, and philosophies. We must accommodate believers and non-believers, theists and atheists. Continue with your argument about the purpose of earth and how it ties in with man-made government. Free will is a good starting place. To understand free will, we must understand where it comes from. It is not the physical body that gives us life. Without the spirit, there would be no life on earth. Only the spirit has life. That means only the spirit has free will. Our physical bodies are automatons ruled by our brain, but our spirit gives life to the body and governs our brain. All life is immortal. All death is mortal. The spirit is subject to spiritual laws. The mortal body is subject to temporal laws. Good government must accommodate both. Thus, freedom of religion. And freedom of speech and freedom of the press and freedom of conscience. But let me continue. Our physical body houses our spirit and gives physical expression to our spirit. Our spirit body houses our intelligence. Our intelligence is older than our spirit bodies, older than time itself, for it has existed throughout the eternities without beginning and without ending. It is as eternal as God himself, who also is an intelligence, the highest intelligence of all. Without the spirit body, our intelligence could not relate to heaven or to God. Without the physical body, our spirit could not relate to the sensuous world. Furthermore, we couldn't have children and carry on the species. The physical body is the earthly tabernacle of the spirit. Our body is considered a temple. Our spirit is the tabernacle of God. The Holy Ghost dwells in our spirit if we strive to keep the commandments of God. Now who is off topic? Our forefathers were correct when they declared, We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Temporal laws, or laws of nature, established by God are ideally designed to accommodate our physical body. This planet we call Earth is designed to allow our body maximum life, maximum freedom, and maximum joy. The one who designed our physical body also designed our spirit body. The one who created our physical body and our spirit body, the one who gave us his image, also created this earth and all other celestial bodies, worlds without end. The purpose of government is to allow maximum freedom to every human being. Ultimately, we are accountable only to God. Government should not interfere with conscience. But conscience is a giddy thing. And there are wicked people who trample on our rights in the name of conscience. That is why a constitution is established. That is why we have a Bill of Rights. We have standards to live by. And for government to work, we must all be held to those standards equally. Which are crumbling today. Because people are turning away from the vision of our forefathers, they are trying to change the constitution and trample on the Bill of Rights. All in the name of political correctness. Which has become the state religion. It is my personal opinion that just as God created the Goldilocks zone for our physical bodies, 
That same God inspired our forefathers to create a government to allow maximum freedom in a mortal environment. It is the will of heaven that man remain free, to be responsible for his own behavior. Satan alone wants to destroy our freedom. God wants us to have life, liberty, and happiness. Satan wants us to have death, captivity, and misery. Only in law is there safety. What can help us on a massive scale can destroy us on a massive scale. Rather than try to exceed the boundaries of natural law, we should focus on discovering natural law and stay within its natural boundaries. Free will is inherent in all intelligence released through law. Agency lies in obedience to spiritual laws. Liberty lies in obedience to man-made laws. Freedom lies in obedience to mortal laws. Government must allow freedom of religion. Government must enforce a constitution that guarantees life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And government must encourage the advancement of science. Truth is at the heart of freedom. Knowledge of law is at the heart of truth. As you have so often said, our laws are based on the Ten Commandments. James calls the Ten Commandments the law of liberty. In other words, man's laws must be patterned after the absolute laws of God, or they will change with the tide. It is the corruption of law that brings down a nation. Our forefathers understood that. Immortality, governed as it is by temporal law, the sunrise represents our birth, the sunset our death. One is glorified by its arrival, the other is glorified by its departure. In immortality, governed as it is by spiritual law, the sunset represents the death of our mortal body and the sunrise, the birth of our resurrected body. One is glorified by its departure, the other is glorified by its arrival. The one leads to mortality and mortal life, the other to immortality and eternal life. The one frees our body, the other frees our soul. The laws of nature, the laws of God, and the laws of man must be in harmony or there will be no liberty. What you are trying to say is that the purpose of man-made laws is to free us from our temporal enemies, that we, of our own free will, by obedience to the laws assigned to this world, may inherit life, liberty, and happiness. The purpose of spiritual laws is that while here on earth we may, through obedience to the laws of God, in the hereafter inherit eternal life, eternal liberty, and eternal happiness. One is the model of the other. My poetry said it better than your prose. Without my prose, they wouldn't understand your poetry. Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast. In Defense of Christianity is available at ronaldmesser.com.